this point, I don't need to fucking do an intro, guys. You've uh, you've heard enough episodes. I'm sick and tired of doing that intro. You know, you fucking heard it. Um, oh shit, I didn't do that five second pause. I'll do it at the end. My producer wants me to do a five second pause right on the every uh, episode, so he can like compress it easier. Okay. Apparently, like having that quiet noise sample makes it easy for him. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I've been finding like different ways to annoy him. <laughs> so like sometimes I'll turn the soundboard way up and like make him have Just fun give him a bit of work to do yeah right? yeah because yeah. yeah. it's so like I give him an hour and a half episode and it's like five minutes worth of work for him yeah so like he just he just goes through the but the points where the noise is real clear and then he fucking does it yeah anyway I am joined by Brandon yes Walsh yeah that's yep. me that's you everyone let's have a quick round of applause for Brandon thank you it's good to be here guys yeah. So before, when I was doing it, to fuck, to fuck with him, kind of out of my own entertainment, I had it up like this. Quick editor's note, instead of the disgustingly loud sound clip that Alex chose to play, I've instead pitched his voice up so he sounds like a chipmunk for the rest of the episode, because uh, Alex is a cunt. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Just kidding, I wouldn't do that to you either. Love you, listeners. 100,000 person arena mm. it's going off yeah he's like fuck I gotta tone that down exactly yeah <laughs> so it, it was very funny doing that to him yeah oh, man I've just seen the blip on that radar it's so <laughs> noisy <laughs> might take a bit more than five minutes this time around to uh, do it flatten it out yeah. nice nice yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll just tell him just leave it in man just leave just it in the audience will get the joke okay yeah. okay there'll be a few people with earphones in that'll be like fuck yeah yeah fuck them <laughs> yeah fuck em. it can be like it can be that fucking thing you know where everyone where you where you send your friend a link and then it's just that cubicle at work just like oh fuck sorry yeah 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 it's <laughs> like the thing is what kind of killed that though is that everyone what knew was that was it? a prank yeah yeah 100%. eventually 100 so like, yeah, yeah. as soon as you get something sent to you by a mate and it seems a little bit like yeah too good to be true you're like mm, i gotta be careful here exactly Mute the volume yeah yeah okay people clued onto it and then even when people heard it they knew it was a they, prank because like, oh, it's probably you're... happened to them yeah too. yeah they're like oh good man i know it's a prank yeah but the first when it first started happening it was golden mm. people were just getting lit up it was like in the, the most awkward ways yeah <laughs> it was like the big blackberry photo when that was going around during yeah. covid do you yeah. remember that photo? I don't recall that photo. I remember like the giant black dude sitting on the bed with a, like enormous dick. <laughs> no. No. I You'd send see- a link and the title of the link would be like, oh, there's cases reported in your suburb. Oh, like, right. this is how many cases. You'd open the link oh, and it's man. just a dude with oh, a giant man. dick. That's a massive clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, perfect. Man. Yeah. Uh, dude, you get done like that a few times. Yeah. There's shit like that that you just go like, fuck, I'm dumb for clicking that. But... Mm. <laughs> nah, but it's the joke never fucking gets old. Like, no, yeah, sending your friend that stupid shit, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's classic. Now it's like, to be honest with you, if you're not the best friends you have, are the friends that you make homoerotic jokes with to the point that it makes their girlfriends very yeah. unfucking yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like we're not, but. It could, it could be real. It could be happen. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we're not. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. we're not, but like... Exactly. Know, but it's definitely like, not. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, it does. It's like puts... Yeah, if you have a partner, it puts them in like a... Yeah. So it's like, what? Should I be fucking worried about this? Yeah. I mean, guys- look, whenever I'm down with one certain friend, I think he knows who he is. And if he listens to it, 
um, I just say to him, like, you know, whenever they irk up, you know, I just say, darling, you know, don't give them too much ha- um, hassle because <laughs> I will suck them off if you won't. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to yeah. be, uh, you got to be he's, careful. He, he's, not with you, <laughs> he's not with you because he hasn't got options. Okay. Yeah. I'm the option. I'm right there. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> I recently, I recently got back on Tinder not to, um, not to fucking uh, date anyone. To be honest with you, the thought of that horrifies me. <laughs> but um, I am a shameless self-promoter and I use it just to promote the uh, podcast. That's great. And I use it for also <laughs> writing inspiration. Yeah. Oh, so, there's... Oh, man. Oh, man. It's, it's a, a it's gold, a gold mine. mine. Yeah. It's a gold mine, yeah. honestly. There's a lot of comics out there with material about their experiences and um, it does appear to be just like a never-ending gold mine of, of of material for hmm. sure yeah oh definitely definitely the thing is i've doubled down on it this is how quickly i'm covering my fucking steps i so you know like there's this thing on tinder these days where if you pay it for it you can see who likes you right right and i but i don't pay for that right i don't I'm not interested in dating anyone um but like the way Tinder tempts you is they send you notifications. Well, this person likes you. Oh, you've got 20 people who like you. Pay for the premium to uh, see who likes you. Trying to get you in there. Exactly. They try and tempt you. <clears throat> I, because I'm a shameless self-promoter, I expanded it to men. Like, to be <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, I'll fucking reel them in. Yeah. And, uh, and like, I'm already, like, in the last hour at 20 likes. Right, and with it's the like, guys. With guys. Oh, right. I'm pretty sure it is like, I can see the silhouette of their profile right. and you can clearly see, see it's a guy. Yeah. Either yeah. that or a crossdresser. <laughs> and, um, and I'm just like, and it's like, that's the proof that men are hornier than women. You yeah. know? You know, women say they're as horny as men, but I don't think they are. No, I don't. I, I think it's, it, it's instinctual, I reckon, for, <laughs> for a man to be. Just, well, I mean, I've never seen uh, these videos of like women on on Tinder just like doing the swipe yeah. 100 mile an hour swipe but yeah. like there's so many of guys out there they're just like oh, I just yeah. got 100 mile an hour like it's you know they're trying to get as many matches as they can just trying to you know find the next moving yeah. target you know what I mean pretty like, much so yeah I would have to agree with you there yeah for sure I mean and that's where kind of like the scoring system comes into the thing where it's like it's a very crude crass way yes. of rating women but yeah. you know you do that thing you know out of 10 rating system I think that's what you do is there. Let's say you take a not. Let's say you have a girl who's a nine, right? You subtract that from ten, you get one. That's one shot, and that's just for Dutch courage to go up and talk to her, right? <laughs> if you get a one, it's like right. I need to be so fuck eyed to go up and talk to this woman, but it could still happen because I'm yeah. that to horny, you know. So, yeah. Women don't have that. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. no. Yeah, there's no system like that. No. No. No, I don't think. <laughs> Speaking of which, you are in a relationship, aren't you? I am, yeah. Oh, Been it. with my partner for three and a half years. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. 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 Another <laughs> good man down. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Boy, regular listeners, we've lost another one. Yeah. <laughs> he is down and yeah. out. Uh, no, it's... Uh, it's. i got to edit in a Call of Duty clip, which is like, Man down! Man down! Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's good. Like it depends on where you're at in your life, right? Like where yeah. you're trying to where you're trying to go and what you mm. want to do. Mm. Like it's not for everybody. Relationships aren't for everybody. Certainly not at 
any particular point in their life. Mm. But then like, you know, people go through their 20s and they're partying and doing whatever else. Then they get into their 30s and they're like, right, I want to settle down. And then there's people out there that are like, you know, 40 and they're still partying and, you know, and then just that's their, the way they live their life, you know. So yeah. it's just like depends on how you want to mm. go about your business, what yes. you want to achieve in life and all that sort of sort of stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's not not for everybody, mm. but um, it's, yeah, working well for me, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Do, I'm very happy good. for you, man. Thanks, man. Mm. Appreciate it. Mm. <laughs> still very upset that, uh, you know, you're not single because single guys on here, we like, we, we just talk about like, oh, fuck, man, we should do acid on the tab and then we should do acid on the podcast. Oh, man, do you want to go get fucked up after a show? And it's like, oh, man, like, what are you doing next week? Like, that's the conversation. Yeah. You know, you try and have that with a guy who's in a relationship and he's all... It gets gets a little... Yeah, it gets a little difficult. You can't just... um, (laughs) You can't just... Although maybe I should just do that and see how it goes. You know what I mean? Just be like, oh, fuck it. Be like, yeah, I'm going to be home at like 1 a.m. No, I shouldn't. No, you should really push that boundary. You should be like, yeah, I don't know what time I'll be home. Yeah, just rock up at 9 a.m. the next day in like a different person's clothes. Yeah. Like that's the not that if you got to push the envelope, that's how far you push and it, just you know? see exactly like, just report in and see like, where are we at here? It's like, okay, exactly. You know, rock up with a new tattoo and a nipple piercing that yeah. wasn't there the day before. Just be like, yeah, this was hangover four or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. This is what happened. Yeah. And just, yeah. just be like, listen, darling, you know, I didn't cheat on you. Did a lot of other stuff, <laughs> but that but wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. It's not cheating if you piss on a girl, okay? <laughs> yeah. She asked me to do it. It was the polite thing to do when someone asks you to do something like that. Listen. I reckon, yeah, that might not fly, I don't reckon. Mm. Yeah, I could be in trouble there, I reckon. Could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. probably a lot of trouble. Yeah, like yeah. my, You might find my body at the bottom of the Swan River, I reckon, nice. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's interesting. It's good. Um, I guess the common thing we have in, in well, the thing we have in common here is like obviously you're a comedian, you're you know starting to get into the scene. How long have you been? Two or three months. Two or three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're like kind of just breaking into the scene here in Perth. I'm a comedian. I've been around for only like six, seven months. So nice. same kind of like mm. just real green getting into it. Mm. Um, I guess like how do you? go about like your joke writing is it like a process or do you just find funny things that come to you and you're like oh yeah i gotta write that down that's fucking hilarious it's a it's a bit of both to be honest um uh you know you going to shows is particularly inspiring speaking of which we're missing the ecc tonight i I would have loved to have gone to that show john wing is on who i'm a big fan of but um uh Doing the podcast is always fun. Um, but uh, the process is kind of like, because I'm severely ADHD, which I feel like most comedians are, <laughs> you just, you don't try and write anything down until the end of the day. Right. Because, you know, when you're severely ADHD and irony poisoned the way I am, um, you just, you, you think of jokes all the, all the time. Yep. Think of funny things. That's funny. This is funny. And then at the end of the day, you kind of remember what was funniest. So it kind of acts like a filter system. Okay. But then I'd also do come across some things, which is like, man, I got to write that down yeah. before, before I forget it. Lose it. Cause yeah. it's like, even though I might not forget it totally, like if I write it down while it's freshest, I've got like the freshest scope of the idea done. So, you know, yeah. 
uh, I take a I take a little joke book with me wherever I go. Yeah, okay. it's especially nice when I wish I had started writing jokes when I was doing firefight because that shit was so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's part of um, the process as well as trying to think back to because, like, obviously. I've only just started now like seven months ago, mm. but there's a whole bunch of like experiences and shit before that mm. that you can now kind of like think back to and go, fuck, there was, so, there was a lot of funny shit there and start pulling out like uh, stories and things like that and experiences you've had like from your FIFO days and stuff like that. Yeah. Just thinking about like thinking back to the funny parts of it and then just, yeah, writing some jokes about it and stuff like that. Yeah. What I really want to do is I want to get, um, I would love to get my old, one of my old supervisors on. This right. guy whose name I won't mention because I might get him into trouble. Um, probably won't, wouldn't, but, you know, just in case. Yeah. Um, who was literally one of the funniest human beings walking on this earth. Right. Like, he is that funny. Like, I remember one time we were fucking sitting around the uh, table. It was AFL's final season and uh, we were talking about um, Petrarca. And he comes in and, like, he hears it. It's like, oh, you're talking about Petrarca? Fuck that Greek god. Jesus, you'd want to be his jockstrap for a day, wouldn't you? Like, <laughs> just like, I, like, literally was giggling the rest of the day. Yeah. Like, and at the moment, like, I completely lost control. Like, I could not <laughs> stop. stop laughing. Yeah. yeah. Like, just the way he said that. And I remember another time I got a really bad dose of an STD. And it was kind of making my dick stink a little bit. Jeez. And a rumor got around about that as Firefox do, and everyone was making fun of it. And I was like, yeah, it is pretty funny. I wasn't too offended by it. And he flew in that day with like, the rumors. And we were like, we were all waiting for him to pull up. Because he flew in on the morning. Right. And we, he, we all knew him to be funny. And we were like, do you think Chucky's heard yet? And they were like... Oh, I can't wait to find out if he has. <laughs> and he literally pulled up in the U and he's greeting before he, from the window, before he'd gotten out of the car, he'd barely stopped the Ute, was Stinky Winky! <laughs> and that fucking name, oh man, that fucking name stuck with me for a while. But I didn't care because it was very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're going to do fucked up shit on your R&R, you've, you've kind of got to own it. Make sure, yeah, you, mm. yeah. Yeah, if you can own it, then it's like less insulting right exactly it's like oh that's yeah you know that is that is me so cool whatever you know like you just get on with it because it's much. part of your character then mm. um so what stds have you caught brandon i haven't had any stds really um yeah surprisingly like damn i haven't lived a really wild life i feel like we are two different like yeah. we've had two different experiences in life like my life has been quite tame yeah i was thinking about this today actually while i was driving i was like fuck like alex seems like a fucking like lo- like a, just a bit of a loose cannon like mm. he just he's had a bit of a you know i could imagine i mean you tell jokes about uh kind of being on like acid and doing you know or, mm. or like yeah double dropping on a saturday night like stuff like that mm. and i'm like fuck what like what am i gonna do <laughs> like the loosest thing i've done is like probably got really drunk and lost a lot of money at the casino you know what i mean no. so it's like fuck yeah, that's yeah, insane yeah. you know like a pretty sheltered kid mm. right yeah and you're pretty white I, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i would say yeah right so but like i have no issue with people that do drugs like all my yeah. mates uh you know you know smoke weed Dabble. and do all this other stuff yeah mm. and that's fine that's no big deal um you know i just have never really felt the i guess desire to 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 do it. I mean, I have a lot of like enough fun, I guess, on 
on alcohol and stuff like that. Mm. I'll probably get to 65 and just smoke a bunch of weed and be like, fuck, why didn't I do that? When Honestly, I was- <laughs> like if you're, once you get to the age, you like, are not worried about the ramifications of doing drugs. Yeah. Don't settle for weed. Do heroin. Go- okay. You know? So be like 65. Exactly. Do meth and heroin and yeah. fucking smoke just meth. Do crocodile. All right. Do, do crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> right, that shit will is pretty bad. Um, but uh, not that I've done that. But right, yeah, yeah, you've yeah, had yeah. stories. Oh, like there's a huge documentary on it. So oh, basically, okay. what it is, it's basically this very unclean, unfiltered version of heroin, from my understanding, right. and I'm no expert on it. But it okay. is so toxic and so chemically bad for you. Uh-huh. You inject it, and like. If you do it long enough, the flesh on your arm will literally rot and fall off the bone. Jesus. So, like, they call it... Um, That's the hard shit. Yeah, they call it crocodile so because it makes your skin scaly like a fucking right. crocodile. What's the... I mean, I guess people just get addicted to it, right? Like, no one's doing that for... Yeah, no for one's laugh, doing that right? for the love of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. They just... This is fun! Yeah. <laughs> yeah! Let's hit the town and do some of this. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, okay. Exactly. This do is... you want to get a fucking eight ball of crocodile and go, you know... <laughs> rail fucking hooker in a hotel room yeah no yeah, it's, it's not that kind of purely job. just an addiction it's purely a highly addictive thing right yeah, okay yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. apparently again I, i'm not sure i'm t- speaking from greatly a position of ignorance but apparently it is like heroin in so far as the higher but right 10 times stronger and longer lasting okay so yeah that's that's pretty much what it is right okay mm. interesting yeah i mean i don't know heaps about drugs but like i mean i've i've obviously spoke like like i said like my mates do it and stuff like that mm. so I've, I've dealt i've spoken to people that have done a range of different stuff and to me like it does seem like i'll probably get to a point eventually in my life because like i, I feel like if i just go and then die mm. and i didn't do any of that stuff you probably haven't fully explored yeah. life's experiences right so like i'll probably get to a point where i'm like yeah all right, i'm 55 and i'm on a cruise or something let's just do some like you know let's just or we're on a holiday or something and be like oh well, let's just try some of this you know what yeah. I mean? like i've heard of people doing that like they've been fairly clean their entire life they get to the end and they're like you know what you know not to the end end not like deathbed but like 60 60 65 they're touring you know they're on a trip through europe or something and they're like yeah. oh we're in amsterdam like what you know of course you're gonna have a crack at something of course so yeah, yeah. i mean you don't go there not to do that right so i feel like what would be very funny is if what we did if we did like a youtube mockumentary where we swapped lives for a weekend. Oh, man. And you plan a weekend out <laughs> with your mates and, f- and for me, and I'll plan a weekend for you out with my mates. Yeah. And we'll come back and we'll compare notes, <laughs> you know? That would you know. be wild. Yeah, yeah I yeah. imagine it would be very tame for you and very wild for me. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but I imagine shit goes sideways when you're, you hit the town. Look, I had a wedding this year where me and mates were doing molly at a yeah. wedding. Yeah. And like, that was a very fun time. And I really wanted <laughs> to do acid, but I'm like, I don't want to embarrass myself yeah, right. too badly. Yeah. Like I'm already handing out drugs at a fucking wedding, yeah. you know. I wasn't yeah. selling, I don't deal, but you know, when a mate needs, oh, I could use a little bit of a pick-me-up, man. Fuck, bro, I've got you, you sorted. You got him, right. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Not with Coke, though, because Coke... That's why I don't like Coke, because it's such a selfish, greedy drug. You know, if you if you have ever seen a guy uh, offering you Coke, it's probably because it's not very good Coke. When right. you've got good Coke, you're just like... You're just doing it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. You don't want to share your Coke. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, interesting. Don't take coke from a guy if he's offering. Yeah. Just be like... Because it's probably not it's very probably good. rubbish. Yeah. Okay. And that's why so many people go for universal like pitch in for like a bowl or yeah. like a... Okay. Or an ounce. Because yeah. it's like then everyone can just kind of... Take a bit. Hammer. But... um. When someone's just bought a gram for themselves, it's very unlikely he'll share it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Whereas right. Molly is kind of like, well, you want everyone to experience that. Yeah, you share so the love, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, nice. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Going to go home to the girlfriend. It's like, well, I think we've got to try some I think we've got to give this a crack. I've yeah. spoken to Alex. He said, you know, it's, yeah. it's pretty good shit. I he mean, has done in-depth research on yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, but he has experimented with many different types of... Uh, Drugs, we got to give it. I trust this guy, you know. Yeah. I've met him, met him once twice. Or twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Epic. Man. But you're fucking from. We we met at the Camelot Theatre Company. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then um, I reckon I bumped into you again at the Gong Show a couple weeks back. That's um, right. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, yeah. I guess how many gigs have you kind of done now? Um, I feel like we're just getting into the double digits now. Okay. Um, but like it's picking up fairly quickly like yeah. i yeah. you know not to toot my, my own horn or anything but like i'm kind of good at this yeah i'm kind of good at getting you, up on stage and making people laugh you you look comfortable on stage like i mean that's i've a seen lie. you a couple of times but yeah. you you don't de- you de- like sometimes with from my experience watching people doing it for like the first couple of times mm. they're like very nervous they're like a bit shaky and mm. they're not they're not like kind of taking control of the stage but like from your from what I've seen of you, it's like uh, you are comfortable up there. Like you don't, you're not like shaking, and mm. you're, you're you're not rushing your material. You've, you seem very chill. I mean, mm. like you're very laid back and relaxed. Thank which you. Is, you know, it's good because you're not delivering your shit too quickly. Yeah. Um. I definitely, when I started, like rushed. I yeah. Right. When I was nervous, I got to take your time. Power through it. Yeah. And people would just lose track of where the jokes were at and what mm. was going on. But for you, it's like you're very very chilled laid back and it's easy to follow your material and then mm. get those punchlines in yeah and, yeah so do what, you feel nervous when- oh yeah I, do, I feel less nervous now than when i used to yeah and the gong show because i've done a lot of gong shows okay and the gong show was kind of like the best if you can survive the gong show be gonged off and not be bothered by it you yeah. can like do pretty well because now i've gotten through the gong a few times i've been gonged off a few times i feel like that's always gonna be the challenge when you're trying out offensive material yeah. or questionable material yeah. or material for the, for the first time yeah like this last thursday i tried out all new material okay uh, on stage and i got gonged off yeah and i knew i probably would yeah with the jokes i was making okay. because it, it, it's the kind of stuff you would i was kind of giving them the stuff that i would want to give them in the second half of the set when you've buttered them up a bit with yep. the nice yep. stuff you just started with the yeah, i just i just threw them in the deep end and like <laughs> fuck you i was also the second person on set right so like the audience was not warmed Ready, up yeah, yeah they uh had like not had enough liquor yeah and i was also from following uh tim tim fucking okay. god i'm so upset i forgot his name tim kershaw Oh, yes, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and him look like you could be related. You reckon? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Tim. Tim's a very funny... I've seen Tim a bunch of times. And he's, he's, he's he's very hilarious. funny. Yeah, 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 he's awesome. He's so, he's a, a tough act to follow after. Yeah. Oh, dude, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but again, like, I kind of don't get upset with it about being conked off because it's kind of just like I'm trying out all new material yep. if I and I was still getting laughs on all the jokes but I was getting an equal number of ooh 
Yeah, mm. yeah. You get that kind of split. Exactly. Yeah, you got some it's people like, laughing. Exactly. Some people yeah, like, yeah, it's oh. divide and conquer them. It, 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 yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, some like your material. I don't feel like you're afraid to kind of tread the line and just see where everyone's at. Yeah. Like from like my material is very much like it's it's going to fly anywhere basically because it's not treading any line. Yeah. Like at least I haven't written anything yet that is like, is this is mm. this going to offend someone? Whereas like I feel like you you are kind of like you've started there and then you can always work your way back. But like you're, you're definitely not afraid to be like, hey, this is a joke I wrote and like did, and then just throwing it out there and being like, uh, you know, it's a very nice right, cool. compliment you're paying me. It's bro. like, uh. yeah, but I think it's harder to do that. To tread the line, like mm. most people will shy away from it a little bit because they're like, oh, I don't want to upset the crowd. I don't want to get on the wrong side of the crowd. But also, it can allow, like, if you do it right, it can allow them to see another perspective that's actually funny about that thing that they thought was like no-go zone. Yeah. You know, which is, it's, yeah, it's admirable. Thank you. <laughs> but like, I, I mean, look, I don't think the kind of thing you've got to treat the audience is you got to, I mean... Again, I'm so new to comedy. Don't take yeah. my advice for fucking gospel. I'm basically a high-functioning retard. Um, <laughs> but you kind of want to treat the animal like a fucking wild... The audience like a wild animal. Yeah. Because treat them retarded, but they can like they can smell a fucking coward, I feel like. Yeah. You know, when someone's pandering to the audience and is doing all politically correct comedy and is not taking like a jab at anything or themselves or the audience. Yeah. I feel like the audience can smell when something when some there's someone pathetic on stage. Yeah. And they don't like it. Whereas if you go on and like fucking challenge them and like say something heinous and ridiculous um, in a funny way, I feel like that kind like the audience kind of appreciates that for the most part. The people who go there to have a laugh. Yeah. You know? You, I definitely think that you will You'll always get like people on board and mm. then there'll be people that are like, oh, I'm not sure if I should be laughing at this, but yeah. it's funny. So That's I how I want them to Ooh. feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're really, like you said, challenging them to be like, this is this is funny. Are you, like, are you guys okay to laugh at yeah. this? And then, you know, if you do it the right way, yeah. you can get people on board with, with most stuff. But then I guess because you're you tread the line, close, like you'll figure out really quickly like where to go with it. Mm. So like... You know, sometimes you're going to cross the line because that's the nature of the material. But like yeah. I said, the gong show is a good place to just let it fly and be like, exactly. oh, it's only a three-minute set, which is freaking nothing. Piece of piss. It yeah. flies by. It does, yeah. yeah. And it's good to just, you just do it and then you're like, oh, I got mm. gonged off. That's fine. It's all new material. Yeah. But like, hey, those first two bits went well and the last bit was whatever. Yeah. You know, you can really get a good feel for like, how, it how it's going yeah. Yeah, yeah and then set that up for you kind of five minute ten minute sets. yeah i'm really looking forward to this friday at the um at the windmill i've Are never you, done that room before you're on the windmill mm-hmm. it's an it's it's good man yeah it's a really uh it's kind of a more intimate setting kind of a smaller room there's the stage is kind of just at the front of the mm. room and then there's like a half circle of chairs that you know people are all sitting in i think from what I hear, the last like, couple of months, it's been starting to pick up. They've been selling out some some shows, so there should be a good crowd in. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a fun kind of different style venue. Like mm. you, you normally wouldn't get that venue around. It's like a different style. But um, I've always enjoyed um, performing there. Nick, the guy that runs it, is is awesome. Nick Hunter. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. He's a good guy. So um, yeah, I've always enjoyed performing there, and I reckon you, you'll you'll have a bit of fun with it. It'll be interesting. I guess it depends how you're going to structure your set, right? Because I, f- I find like different 
place like different pro- probably different places are going to react differently to different material like oh, yeah. the, i think the comedy lounge is kind of like they're up for just about anything i feel like the audience is the most <laughs> changing to- there yeah uh, it's yeah. a different audience in every week every week yeah because i did again i did i did one set where i knew what i'd written was funny but i didn't deliver i was so so fresh in comedy yeah but i didn't deliver it with enough confidence i did the same pretty much the exact same identical set set with only just a few tweaks yeah delivered it with just the exact same like uh sorry more confidence because i'd done other shows since then but i'd done it and the audience loved it but i feel like it, it it was partly got to do with the delivery the delivery yeah but it was also to do with the audience that was in yeah you know it it was partly that yeah so i definitely yeah so i feel like sometimes you can blame the audience bro sometimes you can (laughs) oh yeah yeah. you shouldn't like it should be the last thing you do but you can sometimes there are uh, sure there are sometimes like i mean i've seen definitely some crowds you can just be like oh these guys are just not warmed up they're a little bit they're not feeling it and it's like you can see because like people come on and and you know generally their sets go well but because the crowd is kind of just like a little bit restless or maybe they're not quite you know ready or i don't know what it is but some crowds are just a little bit and those are the times where you've got to bring a bit of energy to your act and be a little bit more um just upbeat just bring it up a notch just because if you come on stage and you're just kind of half-assed They'll just be like, oh, like not interested. But yeah. if you bring a bit of energy, engage them quickly, mm. make like try and make your kind of first punchline kind of a bit short to bring them in, mm. then like they'll start to warm up and be a little bit on board. Um, but yeah, there's definitely been a few places that I've done around around Perth that it's like, if you end up with like five or six people, it's I find it like that's probably what I struggle with is like a small crowd, like five to ten people where it's just like, oh, this material is not going to hit many of these people so what are you got to do in that situation that's Mm. probably one thing i'm trying to figure out is like if i do find myself in a situation where it's a small crowd like maybe just try and engage them in crowd work something like that Mm. it's not something i've done really any of the crowd work stuff but that's definitely the next part of the game i like to dabble in it a little bit yeah um but i I definitely want to try and do it a little bit more i think i'm going to try and go for it a little bit this friday night yeah okay um because it's it, it's a lot of fun every time I've done it. Yeah. You know, I remember that Camelot show, which was a, quite a strange show because it was a small crowd. Yeah, yeah. But a really fucking good crowd. They were upbeat, right? They were very upbeat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. That because was. It, initially, like when you get there and you see like, oh, there's not, it's not a huge crowd. Mm. You're thinking like, oh, what's it going to be like? But then like those guys were really receptive, ready to laugh. Like they were ready for some comedy. Yeah. And that, that's like where a small crowd can be really awesome. Because exactly. they're all on board. They're ready to go. Yeah. So you really don't have to do much in the way of trying to make them laugh. You're just telling your jokes, delivering yeah. it, and they're just on board. Whereas I guess small crowds that aren't quite like ready to go yeah. then maybe interacting with the crowd's a better idea i've yeah. i yeah again i've not done a lot of it but i am very interested in getting into like engaging with them because i feel like that brings that small audience into the show yeah and then they're on board because they're like well i'm part of the show now exactly where where you know whether you roast them or not or whatever you want to do at mm-hmm. least they've like initially they're they're engaged in the the, the act the person that's on and then you know if you, <laughs> you you can kind of roast them a little bit or you know and then you know let them know that it's just a joke it's all good kind of thing and yeah. br- you know but the crowd's on board then because they're like oh you know he's talking to us that's great whereas yeah. if you just go up there and be like oh yeah for my first joke i'm going to talk about this that you know they might not be as 
ready to engage or be on board with what you what you're saying. Yeah. So I I think for like some place like a place like the windmill because it's a more intimate venue, right? Like that's a good place to probably do crowd work. Mm. You can see the people are in the front two two rows really clearly. You know, there's not a huge spotlight in your face that you can't see anything. Yeah. So, it's a good spot to kind of interact with the people. Oh, that, that fucking light at the Camelot. Great audience. That was Ziggy's <laughs> really cool to work with, but that fucking light was couldn't blinding. Couldn't see anything out of like the sun. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, um, that would probably be the, the brightest spotlight I think I've ever stood yeah. in front of. Man, that was, was crazy. I wonder, because I, I wandered around. I kind of got there a little bit earlier. Yeah. And I kind of wandered around the theater a little bit. And we got the small section of the room in the front, but I feel like that's the rehearsal room for right. like big shows or whatever. Because yeah. it's a theater. They yeah. put on plays there and shit. Yeah. Um, but I went into the actual theater and I saw the size of it and I was thinking to myself like, fuck, if you could, if Ziggy could pack that room out, right? I don't know how much it would be for him to book, but if Ziggy could pack that room, that would be a fucking wicked room. Yeah, okay. To, to work. How with. how many people do you reckon? Oh, easily two hundred people. Yeah, okay. easily two hundred people. Nice. Like, um, maybe that's, more. That's a very good size. Yeah, that's well, a sweet size yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah. That's. I feel like that's uh, like a hundred because audiences I feel are kind of toxic in so far as that the vibe that a section of the audience brings like let's say there's a section of the audience that is really really there for a laugh everyone else in the audience is going to pick up that vibe yeah yeah kind of sure vibe. yeah yeah but if there's a section of the audience that is really not in the fucking mood <laughs> the, the rest a, of the audience will kind of be contagious too, right? yeah. yeah so yeah so they it kind of spreads like fucking wildfire don't yeah. you think yeah. uh it, it definitely can yeah I, I i think if there is a section of the crowd that are like like ready to go and just laughing at, at everything and it's they're just so it is contagious like the laughter will start to spread through the room and people will warm up mm. and similarly yeah if you've got like that that section of the crowd that are just like so it's almost like some audience members are like it's almost like a don't laugh challenge to them yeah and it's like i don't understand like you've, if you come to a comedy show like surely you're there to have a have a laugh right yeah so like i've definitely seen a few like audience members like just observing when i've been at shows that are just kind of sitting there with their arms folded just kind of like make me laugh and it's like uh it, that's sort of not the vibe that the yeah, show is yeah, going for yeah. you know what i mean it's better when everyone's just a bit loose and having a good time yeah and not being like oh it's a, it's a don't laugh challenge kind of thing you know or like then they can say like oh you know these guys weren't that funny like i don't you know it's hard to make me laugh kind of thing mm. but it's like as soon as you get a group of people in that have had a few drinks and they're loving it it's like you just walk on stage and just open with your first joke and it's like, boom, the, the room just lights up. And I find like after the first joke and you get a good response, I'm, I'm my confidence is just boom, straight through the room. Yeah. I'm like, yep, I'm ready to just yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, that, that first minute or so of a set, yeah. like that's that could be the fucking... Yeah, that's pretty much the fucking... Vo- like the way the rest of the voyage is going to go, gonna go the rest yeah. of the set, you know? Yeah. So. It is hard to... Yeah, that's probably... That, I mean, it's definitely the most important part right is like the beginning mm. and that really it's so hard to like when you do your first punchline and it's like and this has happened in you know in smaller rooms where i've done my first punchline and it's just nobody's laughed because there's yeah. like six people there and it's then i'm brutal. like fuck, how the fuck am i supposed to get to the next bit because mm. like no one like you know the when you get that first laugh it's like all right now i can flow into the next bit and they're on board and it's all good and you're taking them on this journey of your set right yeah but like when there's just so small people in there no one laughs or even if God, if you had 20 or 30 people in and you did your first punchline and there was yeah. not a good response, 
it's it feels so weird to then get onto the next bit. Whereas if you bomb a little bit in the middle, it's not really that big of a deal. It's mm. like, oh, I missed a beat in the middle. That's exactly. Fine. You just yeah, bring yeah, them yeah. back, and yeah. it's all good. Yeah. But you 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 know you bomb in the start. You're, yeah. It's fucking hard. You want to you want to start on a high and finish on a high. Yeah. The middle ground sure. is for playing. Around. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Audience yeah. will forgive you if the middle is a little bit dry. Choppy, but right? yeah, yeah. Like if that fucking starting is dry, it's oh. it's yeah. It's going to be a long. Five, if it's a five minute or, yeah, it's going to be a long five minutes at the, if you're at an open mic. Yeah. Mm. You just got to like, oh, I'm just going to grind this out. But yeah. yeah. Um, have you done like most of the, I guess, open mic rooms around the place? I'm, I've got the windmill coming up. I've done the Camelot, done the Bayswater, done the lounge. I'm on at the Comedy Factory next week. Nice. And then I'm on at Port Side Comedy. Port City Comedy, the week the, after, we uh, in September. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm slowly working around to getting on pretty much every show. The but, uh, um, I've gotten some good feedback, which is really cool. Like yeah. getting good feedback from comedians that have been doing it a while, so yeah. like it's very encouraging. Yeah. Plus, it's like doing this podcast is a great way to fucking kind of figure things out. Yeah. Know? Also, it's fun. It it's is. Like, yeah. The the fucking episode I did yesterday hasn't been released yet, but the episode I did yesterday with um, Sam Sargent. Right. Who I also met at the Camelot. Okay. Um, or did I meet him at the Bayswater? But he was at the Camelot. Yeah. And uh, that was fucking so... He, have, doing an episode with him was so funny. Yeah, okay. We were just talking about like um, like wiping Glasgow off the face of the map and all the residents in it with <laughs> a nuclear bomb and, you know, different shit, you know. So like just obscene shit, yeah, which is kind just, of like nice. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. I was like, people want to hear obscene shit, but yeah. they don't want to be known listening to obscene shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, people want to go to a Nazi rally, not because they're Nazis, but because it would be fascinating to watch. You know? Yeah. It's a little bit like a car accident, you know? You don't, you never wanted it to happen, but right. you you wish you were there to see it, yeah, you know? Yeah, Exactly. So, saying obscene shit on podcast, like, what was the first? I remember... Second app, second app. I think I said, yeah. I hope Meryl Streep gets um, drugged and raped. I think right. I said that in the second app. Okay. And fairness, I had good reason for that. <laughs> Contextually. Contextually yeah. at the time, yes, yes. <laughs> and still at this time, I stand by that statement. Yeah. Okay. Um, like so, being able to say obscene shit and then yeah. have an audience kind of like fucking silently enjoy it. Yeah. Free from judgment. It's not like the audience you get at a comedy lounge, which is like, I'm not sure if I should laugh. Yeah, that. yeah, that's right. Because it's like they're they're listening in a very like personal sense like they're not around anybody so if they have a little chuckle or something it's like mm. they're not going to get judged for that but it's like if you're in a comedy audience right you're with your mates mm. and someone says something that's like on the line or over the line and you're like that's kind of funny yeah and your mates are like fuck dude really yeah, yeah you know yeah. and then you're like oh shit yeah i probably yeah. shouldn't laugh at that you know what i mean yeah. and then you're like worried about that whereas podcasts you can just be earphones in and just be like you could be listening to the most fucking out there thing mm. and no one no one's to know like what are you actually listening to so yeah, yeah definitely a different medium to um to to listen to and i guess yeah talk about just kind of left field shit mm. basically um but it's also good i guess because you can get different people in people that have done you know comedy before as for, for on the perspective of like i guess growing and getting mm. better yeah. you know get them in and pick their brains and talk about um 
like comedy and all that sort of shit as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's good. Well, I mean, the first episode, first episode I did I actually had rappers on and a music producer. I'm reserving this podcast mainly for um, comedians, right? But I bring other types Pick of creators on. Yeah, as well. yeah. Um, and I brought the these rappers and this producer on, and it was a great episode. I was really, really happy with the episode. They were great guests. Yeah, fantastic. The music producer. Now I had. I hadn't met him, but I knew of him. Right. And they were like, oh, can my manager come? He's my producer and manager. And I was like, okay. I was kind of nervous about it because I wasn't sure what to expect. Is like, he is he going to be filtering her conversation? Is right. like, is he going to like, I, I didn't know what that was, was going to be go. like. Yeah, yeah. But he came on and he was actually awesome. Lucian Black. Go, anyone who was listening, go give him a look at Lucian Black at Flytrap Studios. Flytrap Mafia, shout out. He is fucking, was a really cool dude. In fact, he was so cool, he brought me an edible and (laughs) I didn't do it with him. Now, he split an edible and like they shared it in thirds and I should have paid attention to that. Um, He did like, he left it to me. I was like, you sure you don't want to take it, man? He was like, no, 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 no. Keep it, man. I was like, thank you. I did this edible and I was losing track of fucking time on this (laughs) edible. This shit was... One of the best edibles I've ever done. Right. Like it's... it. I don't know if you've ever done an edible before. No. No. Okay. You... it. Have you ever been driving and you've kind of gone into autopilot mode and then somehow you've traveled a kilometer and you wake up and it's like, oh, fuck, I wasn't paying attention to yeah, the road there 100%. At all. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. It was like that, but every couple of seconds, right. every couple, every ten seconds, you just lose track of three seconds. Right. And so, like, I was making dinner while I was high as a kite, and fucking like somehow got the peanut butter out to put in with the two minute noodles, and I was like, "Where the fuck did this peanut butter come from?" <laughs> you know, it was. You fuck. just start questioning your reality. And yeah. Like, what What the fuck is exactly? Real? Yeah. I messaged him the day after I did that, and I was like, "Bro." Next time you get some of those edibles, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> they were so That's good. The, the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> I had another, I had a fuck, I did a fucking pot cookie on a drive down south a, few, a couple months ago. And I remember because we were having a few cans in the car. And, Don't drink drive, people. It's a bad thing to do. Um, but we were, we had a pot cookie and we had a couple of cans for the road. And we pulled into this mini golf bar place on the way down south. Right. And the friend I was with, he's a really great dude. Love him. But he's ex-army and he's a he's a kind of a sweetheart, beautiful dude. But he's also kind of an intense dude that right. like I get along with really well because I find him hilarious. But I feel like other people kind of get the wrong vibe from him. Okay. Um, you, you need to hang out with him a little bit. Like you hang out with him long enough, you'll pick up, oh, he's a fucking sweetheart. He's a, genuinely such a cool dude. Yeah. But initially it can be a bit like, oh. And... Um, we went and, and he swerved in like mini golf fucking bang <laughs> banged into it like went down there and then we got there and it's like it's closed and, it, and we were like oh shit and he was like it's fuck he was like ready to rage on weed like and I'm like a few cans in and on a brownie and his our reactions were so different I was like oh damn Bugger. and he was like this is fucking bullshit I'm gonna fucking go talk to him like calm down man man, it's all good yeah have another cookie (laughs) like we're gonna go down we're gonna see our mates down south we're gonna get on the piss we're gonna do some stupid shit that was actually the weekend i did um i did i don't know if you saw it on my socials 
but I, ha- I did that thing where my friend has a marin pond and we got a marin out and he was like, and it, this was a guy I went to school with and I'm known for someone who's willing to do something stupid for right. a laugh. And he was like, will you take this marin on the earlobe, Alex? I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking painful. Man. An actual fish attached to your earlobe. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you the video. You can. You can we, we can have a live reaction bit. That is a wild... I mean, were you, you were obviously like a bit pissed. I was a little bit pissed, you but like, I've been way drunker than that and like not done... <laughs> You know, quite Things, the same thing. Yeah, okay. Did you know? So, oh, Jesus, I hope I fucking... hope I haven't fucking lost the post. I know I've got it in... I know I got it somewhere. I know. Did I, it just like... Did it just attach to your... You know, like, it just bit it? Pretty much. Like, and it was waving around and I was like, <laughs> get this... Bit! And because it's got a claw on it and you can't pry these things open. I was like, get this fucking thing off now! <laughs> and they were going to cut the thing's arm off. But eventually, they just ended up ripping it off, and like it wasn't a, it didn't take anything off my ear. But fuck, man, while it was on there, it was so painful. Like <laughs> I was like, yeah, not the fucking most pleasant experience I've ever had. I mean, not many people can say they've had one attached to their ear before. You know but what I mean? Like, I don't recommend you do it for for fun, you know. But I oh, he, here it is. Here it is. I'll let you react live to it. Let's have a look. Fuck you, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you wouldn't want to just rip that off. That would not be... Jesus Christ. Just the immediate yeah. reaction of like, take it off, yeah. take it off. It's like, it doesn't yeah. work like yeah. that. <laughs> or it doesn't appear to, yeah. it doesn't appear to work that way. Yeah. Anyway. I, they eventually got it off. They eventually got it off and just all the three dudes that I was with just, just collapsed in tears. Yeah. And I was like, I knew it was funny, but I was in like too much... Post pain to like feel like it was funny. It was very funny looking back at it. Yeah. But they just lost their shit and were like, fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like, um, did it, did it like cut you open at all or did it leave a little bit of a scratch? Yeah, that's it. But nothing to, didn't actually like pierce your, no. Okay. So you were all good. Yeah. And that friend Corey of mine could, there's always that friend I feel like everyone has that can talk them into doing anything. Yes. And generally, I'm that friend. I can talk pretty much anyone into right. doing anything with me. Like, yeah. if I am bother them long enough and, you know, no, yeah. I'm persistent with it. Yeah. And Corey's that friend for me. Right. He was. He just says something and he was like, Alex, are you willing to do this? <laughs> just very suggestive and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. why not? Yeah. What do you think about this, Alex? And I was like, mm. Yeah, ha- has he know. taken a Marin to the ear before? No. He hasn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> so he was just like, fuck it. Yeah. Um, we did it to the back of my arm after, 
but that was kind of underwhelming because it, it was not less as, painful way less painful and way easier to get off right okay. you just rip because it's such solid flesh there, yeah he can't the, get a grip on exactly that. Yeah. whereas the earlobe is so soft and squishy sunk right in and sensitive yeah this <laughs> fucking thing hurt oh, yeah. but um on a pain scale of like one to ten i don't know how much pain you've endured in your life but what does it compare to? Like, if you've if you've like had a painful experience, what does it compare to? Um, because I mean, it seems fucking painful. I, I, I but- feel like you you need. I feel like there's three categories of pain, right. and that's like uncomfortable pain, like searing pain, like yeah. next level pain, and the kind of pain that makes you dick hard. And this was <laughs> the uncomfortable kind of pain. Right. Like it wasn't. It didn't make me go unconscious. It didn't fucking make me question my life. But it was very fucking uncomfortable. It was kind of like, oh, man, this is fucking not right. Yeah, this is, it's like, and to be honest with you, with a searing kind of pain, usually it's the kind of pain that ends like you're just in shock. You don't even fucking scream, which probably happened to me uh, only Two or three times. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, you're just in such a fucking state of shock for yeah. such a second that you're just like, ugh. Yeah. But this thing, totally different animal. Yeah, totally I feel like because <clears throat> there's almost like... Because it's not a like catastrophic injury or something, right? So, yeah. there's like no adrenaline pumping through your veins. No. So, it's just like, hey, man, cop this with like n- with just nothing. You're just going to feel 100% of this right yeah, now. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It just... It, it just looks awfully painful. Yeah, it fucking <laughs> yeah, it was not great. Looking back at it, very funny. Like, yeah, as a bit for the boys, I'd hundred percent do it again. Like yeah. if we if we were at a party and be, and they were like, oh yeah, and like there was more people. So that was just me and three mates. Yeah. sitting around the kitchen getting pissed. If we went, if I went to a house party and there were like fifty people there, and Corey then suggested, "Oh, Alex, you want to do the marathon again for everyone else?" I was like, "Yeah, go on, fish him <laughs> out of the pond." <laughs> because uh, yeah, and again, because you've had that like experience, you know it. How bad is it going to be? Exactly. Like, and I can tell you, it's not fucking great. No, but it but is it's bearable, or like, yeah, I mean, it's you, you get you get through it. Yeah, it's it's not that bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guarantee you, fucking like. Anyone who does it in the moment will get out from it and be like, that was it fucking horrendous. Yeah, yeah. But again, just remember, you're doing it for a joke. You're doing it for a bit, Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's all part of the... Exactly. Yeah. Like, we're the generation that grew up with jackass, you know. Yeah. We want, like, Steve-O was my hero. Yeah. He still is, you know. I aspire to be like that, man. Yeah. You know, so, like, that is the fucking level I want to be at. Like, you... I feel like I took Alan from The Hangover and the cast of Jackass and just and I mold them into them into together. my psyche. Like yeah. those are the men I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Access <laughs> to weird drugs, willing to do stupid shit. Yeah. And make money doing it. You yeah. Know? That's the goal someday. Yeah, okay. Mm. I think um What's the worst that could happen, right? Mm. It's not gonna bite your ear off. Nah. I mean You might you might if you do I mean, depending on what you're doing, you might break a limb here and there mm. but i mean do it for the bit it'd be all right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know so as long as people are getting a laugh out of it mm. that's what it's that's what it's all for right pretty much yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just go up it, it one thing i'd love to do is go up to people in public and like do like a like street it. talk 
comedy thing. Yeah. Which is like, just go up to people and say, yeah, the cost of night li- nightlife is getting a bit expensive these days, isn't it, mate? And be like, yeah, the price of a beer is, you know, pretty pretty bad. Yeah. Price of a beer? Have you seen the price of a golden shower lately? It's <laughs> fucking rip-off. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I don't know if you've, if you've seen Jasky sing. Um, he's a the name's familiar comedian. Um, he's doing a lot of stuff on TikTok and reels on Instagram and stuff, which is just him kind of going through like Murray Street Mall, Hay Street Mall, and just asking people like, you know, what are you doing? Like, what are you up to today? Or just having general chat and then mm. kind of like picking out like little bits of funny. And again, it's like that. Even that is like it's a one to one kind of comedy form. And you're mm. like you are you're treading the line again because you're gonna make. Like you're gonna make a joke about what the person's saying, exactly. But like, then you need need to kind of immediately follow it with like something else. But also, it's kind of funny watching because some people are totally oblivious to the fact that there was just a joke made about them. Mm. So like, the conversation will just continue normally. That's kind of what's funny about those interviews, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone is seeing that raw reaction, and it's like, oh, you just got made fun of, and you don't get it. You're not you're even. A, yeah, it went yeah, straight yeah, over yeah, their head. Exactly. Right? You're a it's, retard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's. Edit that with some, you know, funny fucking editing and then like, you, you're on. bam, you got yeah. a hit video. Yeah. Uh. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's very interesting to watch. Like mm. when, especially when someone says something and then the, the person doing it will tell a joke or they'll just say something like nonchalant, blunt, like, you know, no inflection in their voice. And, and then like the, the, the conversation will just, they have no idea. Mm. The conversation will just flow on or they might edit it and just like cut it there. That the person might have reacted to being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. But like because the editing, you just cut it, and it yeah. just seems like, "Oh, that's that's the punchline of the video." You know what I mean? Mm. So I think that would be cool to do. That would definitely get your kind of crowd work skills going of Pretty just much. kind of walking through like yep. you know a place, or even just doing it like if you're out on the town or whatever, just talking to people. I mean, there's plenty plenty of larrikins out there that have yeah. a yarn. Um, definitely, that would definitely like uh, you know help practice that skill of like crowd work for sure i want to do a quick shout out um i actually want to pose an idea to you i really like that idea of where we exchange weekends for for one weekend yeah and you have to go with my friends and you have to do everything that i would do with them right weekend and i have to go and do everything that you would do with your friends in a weekend (laughs) okay so i i challenge the audience okay i have a patreon up that has no donations yet Hasn't been up that long, so I'm not upset about it. But if I get one donator, Brandon, will you make that YouTube video with me? I feel like it would be very funny. Uh, I'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. I will, Fuck. I'll, it's on the table. <sighs> um, think of it this way. It would be funny mm. for sure because it would literally be like, you know, I mean, it's like like those, those movies where people are swapping bodies, right? Exactly. That's exactly what it would be like. Yeah. Except real life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I make the pledge to, you know, Brandon's girlfriend, who's obviously listening to this. Um, she, we, he will not cheat on you, but he will do everything else. It's like if there's a drug my friends put in front of him, like it, it, it will, will be, be done. done. It will yeah. be done. <laughs> <laughs> they might send me back in a, in a coffin, but... Um. No, no. <laughs> my friends generally are pretty good at looking out for the people they're with. Right. But... Again, exactly. Yeah, I feel like those are the friends you want. Friends who are constantly fucking with you, constantly hurting you, but always looking out. Always for you. making sure it's not too far. Right? Exactly. There's always a line. You and know, like, fucking. Let's not. Like I remember, I had this. I have this friend who's like, I'm not that tall, but 
But I have this friend who's six foot three, six foot four. Right. And we all like, you know, I make fun of him for certain things. He makes fun of me for my height. And like, I remember we were out one time with some females and the joke that he is always making about my height, a girl made to me. Right. I wasn't that upset by it. I just kind of, you know, the, the, most jokes bounce to. off me. So yeah. like, but he fucking just comes in like, shut the fuck up, bitch. And it's like, <laughs> you make that joke all the time. It's, it's like, lame. yeah, I'm your friend. I can make that joke. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Got like super protective. And- exactly. Yeah, yeah. And those are the friends you want. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. So sure. my friends will do that for you. Yeah, okay. Now we need to know what your kind of friends would be like. Uh, it depends which group of friends you go out with. Mm. But you could end up with a similar experience if I sent you with a couple of uh, couple of the other guys. Awesome. Yeah, it could be very... They may not change that much. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> which is, um, you know, you, you guys could swap stories and probably have a, a fantastic time. Nice. And I'll probably just be out of my mind wondering which way is up yeah, I'm yeah. assuming I don't yeah, know yeah. depending on no, I- <laughs> trust me that that has occurred at one point man. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck like I remember having a trip so powerful I literally thought like I was in another dimension and that dimension's <laughs> the world was ending like that sounds terrifying it was, but that's the bad. That's the extremely <laughs> bad end of it. Most trips are wonderful are fine, and fun right? and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like, again, I was stupid because I did way too much too quickly and I did it in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. Not right. that those people were bad, but they it's weren't just... people I was super familiar with. Right, yet. okay. Um, but that is like the fucking... That is the extreme end of bad yeah, tripping. Yeah, okay. Like I got naked in the street. Jeez. I was shouting. I was fucking. Dude, that sounds definitely like one of the worst trips you've had. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst trip I've had. Yeah. Every other one. That is literally the only bad trip I've had. Right. Yeah. What happens? So like you're, you're I assume you're like naked in the the street. We're just like- gonna quickly take time to make fun of my roommate. Hey, handsome. Feel free to join in, Brandon. He's used to this by now. He's copped a fair bit. Yeah, yeah, over yeah, the yeah. few yep. weeks. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's just going to stand there and take. He's it. almost like a side character in this point that just comes out of his fucking hidey hole or comes through the then. door, and we're just like, "Hey, fat penis," you know, or <laughs> small dick, or it's like, "Who'd you, you know, how many boys did you kiss today?" Or you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like if it's if it's being recorded or not. This is the kind of yeah behavior. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, how many boys did you kiss today? Okay, right. he's living in denial. But um, can you say the same? Uh, no, I cannot. You're right. Yeah. But not today. <laughs> if we're talking like the last few years, you know, that number goes high. You know, what happened at that New Year's Eve party was, you know, strictly That's as a history joke. History now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that was. Honestly, considering, yeah, I know. Like, I remember. I, I think I like. I was just. Oh, this will be funny. This will be funny. A funny photo, and then I did it, and I was like, oh, who I did that with? Ugh, fuck me. Initially, it's- I was thinking like. This is kind of a funny joke, but now I'm thinking like, fuck, this really happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, it happened. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think Callum's ever looked at me the same way after that night. Yeah. Mind you, I feel like you've seen me in much work. He got to see that, that bad trip we were just talking about. Right. He got to see the post trip. So when I was pretty much still tripping and I came home. And still naked or... No, the people who were looking after me at that point (laughs) had somehow got me into clothes. 
What were your thoughts on that fucking night, Callum? Yeah, here we go again. I've never done anything like <laughs> okay, that. Okay, so to this you is before. a common occurrence. We're finding out more. Yeah, yeah. But Callum, being a very good friend, cooked me some eggs and uh, looked after me. And uh, yeah, but I felt like he was visibly afraid at one point because, like, he was visibly shaking <laughs> and he was just like, "Oh fuck, well, Alex, what are you gonna do, man?" <laughs> but that was the worst end of it. So, right? Yeah, I felt so bad for the people looking after me. They are such good friends. I shall never forget what they've done for me. <laughs> Literally, when I remember Mark, when I did that joke, like, uh, where I, it's like, yeah, you know, I've done six. T- I didn't plan. I, I did that joke with you where I did six tabs on yeah. Night Out. Yeah. yeah. An audience member said, like, we're with an audience member, me and my friend Mark. And Mark was one of the people looking after me. And someone came up to me and was like, man, that acid joke was so funny. And Mark was like, that wasn't a joke. That's that happened. Yeah, there's a, there's, that's the thing, I guess, about a, a bit. If you're doing a bit, it, it always comes from somewhere, right? Exactly. And sometimes it is just absolutely true. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like it's, this wasn't, it's not like I over-exaggerated. It was like two and I made it six. Exactly. It was like, no, no, it just straight up was six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, you know, naked in the street and it's fucked. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty but much, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's fucking insane. It was a good time in hindsight, like for the bit, for, for the sake of comedy. Sure, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell the story now, and it's all good. At the time, fucking horrendous. Yeah, like. But for you as well, or just the people trying to like? Oh man, for them it was probably bad. Right. I, I I definitely felt bad about having to put them through that, but we're still very good friends. I would happily do the same for them. Sure, like, they're very good friends yeah, to yeah. me. For me, I feel like post, it was worse for them. Like, they were probably <laughs> exhausted. They were yeah, probably yeah. terrified for me because yeah. some shit was happening. They were probably very, very worried about me. Yeah. Didn't end up... Nothing bad ended up happening. At the time, I thought the world was ending. Like, <laughs> there were fireballs the... falling from the sky. Yeah, Like, yeah. you know, that was fucking... Like, at the time... Like, they probably have PTSD from what I put them through. Yeah. At the time, like, it was PTSD was not a thought. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, I'm fucking going to die. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. th- there's going to be no post-traumatic stress. <laughs> there will be traumatic just, stress. You will just be dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, that's uh, th- that was to that end of the extreme. But luckily, I had very, very good people looking after me. Is that the... I guess that's the result of doing so much in a short period of time, yes, right? Yes, like 100%. If, if 100%. You wouldn't normally get that outcome if you did it in like a controlled and steady- In a safer environment. Like, and you could. The thing is, I've done more than that amount too, but I spread it out right. over a very long period yeah. of time in, in trip time. Yeah. Um, and it worked that's out. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Doing that much at once, different level. Can you- do If you just do a bit- is it just like, have you ever done a bit and been like, oh, this is going to be bad? Nah. Or it's like, you would, you definitely have to do like a lot in a short You've period of time to like fuck do. it up. You've really got to do a yeah. lot, man. Yeah. Also, I feel like uh, certain people are probably more vulnerable to it than other, right. other people. Okay. But doing a lot at once, like that will put anyone definitely. on their ass. Doesn't yeah. matter how much of a You've confident, or... self-assured person they are. Yeah. Um. So... Oh, Jesus, I shudder just thinking about it. <laughs> Sorry, man, I'm giving you PTSD. Yeah, yeah, I, know, I know, man. Like, I feel 
main reason I feel bad for that was because of the people who had to look after me, but they looked after me and I'm indebted to them for life. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it like it makes for a good story, but it, it's also like from my perspective of someone who's like never done that, mm. I just like to ask questions about it to mm. like pick people's brains because it's just, to me, it's fucking fascinating that you can be... Obviously, it, like it's fucks with your your brain, and you're imagining this fireballs like falling yeah, out of yeah, the sky yeah. or something. You know, like I've heard of other guys having weird, other weird shit happen to them. Is that the weirdest trip you've ever had, or is there like it's probably the most intense? I wouldn't say the weirdest. Um, the weirdest trip was easily at a friend's box party where I was the only one doing acid, um, and the I was looking at a dam. And we're at a farmhouse. Right. right. And this was like, this was an epic box party. Like uh, the logo for that box party is actually going to be, uh, the well, the logo for this podcast is actually going to be inspired by that box party. It's right. a tribute to that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. I might even get it tattooed on there. Um, <laughs> but it's going to be, uh, yeah. So we were at a farmhouse out country ways because... One thing about partying out in the country is you're never going to get noise complaints. Yeah. And um, we had booked this place saying it was a couple's retreat. 15 blokes and two strippers turned up. Yeah, right. right? We were all laughing because it's like there were cameras facing certain areas of the house. Right. Most of the interior and the back area, was there were no cameras, but yep. there were cameras on the front where we pulled up and they were... We were thinking like, we've told them this was a couple's retreat, right? And we're like, yeah. Okay. Who's getting sucked off in front of the camera? You know? <laughs> so, there was that thought that went through our head, which, Callum, you, that that's a natural thing to think, you know, when you're trying to save a box party, right? Mm. Here, here's a, here's a uh, predicament for you. If it was for a friend to save them in their time of need, like in a bad time of need, would you be willing to be sucked off by a man. You don't have to suck off a man, but be sucked off <laughs> by a man. No, sorry. Therefore, we need What? Really? <laughs> I I feel like you're a better friend than that. No. It turns out he's not, I suppose. No. <laughs> he is. He is. Like, if you seriously put him under the thing of like... And again, like, I feel like if you were to suck off a dick, like, that's kind of like... Yeah, I could respect you for saying no. Like, I would suck off a dick for Callum, but <laughs> if he, did, he wouldn't do the if same. If he thing wouldn't you. do that for me, I don't blame <laughs> him. Like, I know he's that way inclined, but not to get sucked off. Like, that's like. What are your thoughts on it, Brandon? I I don't know. As a heterosexual man, I probably probably wouldn't probably wouldn't. I well, probably yeah. I probably wouldn't. But I'm not saying I absolutely wouldn't because right. you don't know until you're in that situation. Exactly. If there's enough on the line. Is that something you're willing to concede, Callum? Like if there was some, if there was enough on the line and you'd say you probably wouldn't, but in the situation with enough on the line, you might. No, you fucked. <laughs> I love you, Callum, but God damn it. He's a very rigid guy. Can't, yeah, can't shake him at all. I know. He's uh, set in his ways. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. It's <laughs> incredible that we're as good of friends as we are, really. A lot of people wonder that. Like, how can two different guys be guys that such, are so different be yeah. such good friends? And we're like... I guess just don't find yourself in a situation where you're with Callum, your life is at risk, and the only way you can be saved is his dick gets sucked by a man. Mm. Yeah. But it could be like the 
fucking hottest man in the world. It could be like Brad Pitt or like, I don't know. Yeah. Matt Damon or Channing Tatum or who? Yeah. I don't know. Like, Right. Yeah, you can oh, see I mean, that other men are good looking though. I guess so. Yeah, okay, there hey, we go. Hey, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Callum's really like not homophobic, but he's very just maybe No, you can I, say homophobic. Okay, so yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. A little bit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Callum okay. just shook his head. Callum, don't worry, no one listens to this podcast <laughs> anyway. Not yet, uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a great side character to this podcast. He oh, comes yeah. in, cooks his dinner. Exactly, and... cooks his dinner. He's kind of like the Jamie for Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, except yep. he doesn't pull anything up. Yeah, you know, we could probably ask him, but he could probably—he's too yeah. busy cooking. Yeah, his... Callum, pull up some gay porn for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pull up, pull, pull up some. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> in the studio. Yeah, yeah, Callum, pull this up some that. gay porn for <laughs> he's us. He's like, excuse yeah, me, yeah, what yeah. the fuck did you just yeah. ask me? <laughs> yeah, no yeah. way, I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, wow, look <laughs> at that. Yeah, and it's like. Could you imagine this? Like, and Callum's just watching gay porn. Like, uh, oh, like this guy's sucking another man's dick. This is incredible. Like, <laughs> imagine being this gay. Like, you know, you get, you mean, you know, us being straight men can't imagine that a man would allow another man to suck his dick, or that a man would suck a dick like this. But he's doing it. Like, it's pretty mind-boggling. And Callum's just there, like, I'm going to hell. Just like, uh, I can't, I can't even consider that possibility. Not even to save. Alex's life. Yeah. It's yeah. just not. <laughs> In fairness, Callum would do a lot of other things to save my life, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, 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 all right. Yeah. It's all about picking your uh... battles. Yeah. Exactly. It's all about picking your battles. Look, if I need a friend to. If I need a friend and I told him, listen, I need you to suck dick to save my life, or it I would... need. Or I need. I need you to let a man suck your dick to save my life. <laughs> I know who picking... I am calling. Yeah, I know exactly who I'm calling. And I knew it wouldn't be Callum. Yeah. I mean, you know Callum, right? Yeah, So, yeah, so you yeah. would know like straight away. Exactly. That's not happening. Yes. Yes. But man, this is quite an enlightenment for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I needed... Cal, I would I would have just helped him out. Just, no, thank you. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm not saying... I didn't say I would. Yeah. But I said I'd like... Uh, In I the heat know. of the situation. Exactly. Yeah, you don't yeah, know what yeah, you're yeah. going to do. Exactly. But man. Callum is like, I will jump off a cliff. I didn't think I'd like be stupid is enough. Is there any other things that you would jump off a cliff for? That, that's like the one that's the only thing on just that list shit. Yeah, it's a very yeah, short yeah, list yeah. it's just like fair enough <laughs> fair enough here what about what about okay glory hole I was like Callum you need to stick your dick through a glory hole to get sucked off you don't know who's on the other side <laughs> it's too yeah, risky yeah but you don't him. know who's on the other side it could be a man or a woman what really <laughs> too risky yeah see that, like, it doesn't nah, it doesn't do it. like I know Calm, so it doesn't surprise me that much, but like, I'm really trying to find a middle ground. Yeah, here. I know, right? Because I feel like there is There's a middle gotta ground. There's got to be, yeah, there has to be. There right? has to be. Yeah. He's just like, I'm not taking any risks yeah. whatsoever. It's... I really thought you might have got him there. Yeah. I really thought that was life a good is, compromise. Life is not that valuable for Cal, apparently. No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah, you on the other side of the glory. He's talking about me. He's talking about me. He'd be like, yeah. Yeah, nice one, Callum. Calling me gay. Yeah, yeah. Listen, just because there was that one time I came into your room and got into bed with you, all right? Does not mean. Mm. Listen, I didn't suck you off while we were in bed. I just came for a cuddle because, you know, I knew you were upset and uh, I, I knew you needed comfort, you know? I conceded that I was a little bit rough last time we were in bed together, okay? I, I admitted that, but I, I thought the second time around I'd just be a little bit more tender. 
Uh, Callum deals with this shit all the time. He knows I'm joking and I love it. <laughs> no, no, no. But what do we have in common? Like we're both, uh, we both seriously love a cocktail. We're both foodies. He likes a cocktail. He loves a cocktail. So Callum, that's can, an interesting observation. As a man who, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, so we're not talking like with a wedge of lemon and a little umbrella. No, yeah, for sure. Callum doesn't <laughs> his face reaction. Like that. Oh, yeah. His le- uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just again, we're just trying to find. Yeah. You know where? Where does where does Callum's homophobia end? <laughs> yeah, exactly. An umbrella and a drink. Fuck off. Mm. Mind you, I've straight up like been working at a bar. I've straight up heard someone come in and say, "Oh, like, oh, can I make you a cocktail, mate?" I always try and sell people on cocktails because it's fun for me to make it. Right. And this guy literally said, oh, "Cocktails are gay," and it's like, righto. Callum's drinking them. I mean, yeah, I know. Be that. Yeah, I know. That exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it, it's kind of that to me is just incredible. Yeah. You know, like. How are you, how, like, it's delicious, cunt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not get, let's not ignore that fact. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, do you like ice cream? Uh-huh. Do you like chocolate? Uh-huh. Do you like a well-cooked steak? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, they're a cocktail, they're all delicious. Yeah. A cocktail is yummy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, the math doesn't add up in my brain. Yeah. I oh, think. I'm going to tell Callum that thing I did about Tinder. I want to see his reaction. Sure. So, Callum, I'm not using Tinder to date anyone. <laughs> I'm strictly using it to promote the podcast. Because a lot of chicks promote their Instagram and their OnlyFans on there. It seems like that's all they use it for these yeah. days. But to broaden the scope, I've... <laughs> I've... I have included... Everyone on Tinder, men and women, thoughts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. That was right. very, if it's coming from Callum, that was very right. reasonable. I, yeah, I thought we were going to get a scrunched up face, like, yeah. what the fuck? But no, yeah, I was no, like, found- yeah, be like, Alex, we need to fight. I need to fucking move out of this apartment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Anyway, you were saying? Um, no, I, I lost track of what I was. Where were we with that? Well, let's ask... Oh, what- cocktails, right? Cocktails, yes. I was going to say, like, I think a lot of people would probably prefer to drink a cocktail as far as taste goes mm-hmm. than, like, most... Not most, but definitely some beers, right? Yes. There are some beers that just taste like ass. Yes. Right? And so, they would prefer to... But they, the man in them won't allow them to... I know. You know what I mean? I They'll know. be like, oh, fuck that. That's fucking gay. Look- but it's like, mate... You're mm. drinking piss out of a can. Just, just, just take a knee and just grab this and you know this cocktail and have a crack, mate. Come on. Yeah. You know what I mean. And also, not to mention, not only to mention that, but you can get a fair amount of alcohol in a cocktail more than you can, you know, a pint of beer. Exactly. So you can get exactly. You're getting the best a bit of both worlds. Up quick. Alcohol <laughs> and it tastes good. Yeah. Like there is no loss in this situation. No. no. Yeah. Speaking of cocktails and working at a bar. I said something on a previous episode, which I'm keen to... As a man who is sounds white, looks white, and acts white. Sure. Things to be proud of, man. <laughs> um, don't be ashamed of it. I'm not um, ashamed. Um... But, you know, you're in a committed relationship, you know, three and a half years. Seems like that's uh, enough time. And how old are you again? 
I'm 28. 28. So yeah. it seems like you're coming up to a time where a proposal might be in the works. Yeah, yeah, right. Sure. Now, with marriage comes children. Now, you don't seem like a trashy white person, so I'm keen to get your thoughts on this. <laughs> I get some trashy white people come to the bar I work at right. and bring their little fucking kids. No way. Yeah. And it's like, leave your fucking kids at home. Yeah. I th- and it's like, oh, then I can't come for a drink. Then stay with your kids at <laughs> yeah, home. Maybe don't. If, you, if, if drinking is more important than like the welfare of your child... Yeah. You've probably already fucked up. You exactly. Know what I mean? like yeah, yeah, yeah. You've done. You've got it around the wrong way. And the, the <laughs> other thing too is though, it's it's clearly a it, the bar I work at. It's a family orientated bar, so it's not that I mind people bringing in kids. Yeah. Because there's one guy who brings in his kid, and he like all his attention is on her. He's come down for a pint, and yeah. he's ordered her a juice, and he's talking Talk. to her. Yep. He's not talking yep. to locals. I on board with that. Yeah. Very wholesome. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's an alcoholic, but again, he loves his daughter, <laughs> and he's all his attention is on her. Yeah. So I respect that. My gripe is with people who come down to have a drink. Talk to their friends, talk to the locals, and let their fucking kids run wild right. in a bar where just people are trying to enjoy a meal and yeah. trying to enjoy a drink. And these kids are just screaming Going. and running around. Yeah, it's like well, police. These people should <laughs> not be allowed children. Yeah, it's like where's the common sense? Exactly. Like, what, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, it's not like playgroup. You know what I mean? Exactly. You don't drop your kids off. No. You don't drop your have, kids off at the, at the pub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to work. It's I'm going to drop the kids off at the pub. It's not that kind of establishment. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, that's that's wild. Do Fucking... you reckon those people should die, Colin? I think death's a bit harsh, but... Um... Be forced to suck off a man? <laughs> and they should not have kids. Mm. Yeah, it's... It's, um... It's unfortunate for the kids mm. because it's not like they chose to be raised in a pub. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's just like that's going to become their natural environment, I which know. is just fucked up. Exactly. Like. And like, and their parents are just ignoring them in that place. Yeah. And I, I remember I was like saying to the other bar staff, I was like, I fucking hate that. I fucking hate it so much. Yeah. And they were like, oh, they're just kids. Never mind them. And then my boss, who's a lady who I'm also like I'm very friendly with. She's an amazing woman to work for. She literally comes up to the bar and she was like, oh, no, I totally fucking agree. Like, they're little fucking bastards. Yeah. I was like, see? Yeah, the fucking head honcho is fucking agree with it. Yeah. And she was like, honestly, it's people that like like this that I consider not letting children in the bar past or so now because it's a cafe during the day and then a bar in the evening. Right. But like, yeah, that they're fucking thinking of stopping it there because yeah. she was like, oh, it makes me consider it, but I, too many people come in and their kids are well-behaved. It would fucking ruin, ruin that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck me. We've chewed through the time, bro. Where are we at? Hour 17. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I look, my opinion on that is um, like your kids should come first. Yeah. That should be your first priority. It's not so bad like if you if you do take your kid and you, you know, you're still showing them attention, but just to let them run loose yeah. is fucking it's just so bad on so many levels i know like, not only does it make it like a shitty place to work when you're you know trying to do your job but then you've got kids just freaking everywhere yeah that aren't you know like it's not your priority or your responsibility yeah so it's like it's just really i don't know i, don't, I honestly don't know how you can handle it as well like you can't kick them out per se i thought about it like I, I just, just being like hey just collect your kids and listen, take a, take a hike i I understand why people beat their children now. <laughs> it's like, you didn't get it before, then you started working here and you were like, fuck, it makes sense. Yeah, it I makes would. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> I 
I get why people want to glass their children. Yeah. Like, they are that fucking... God damn it. Yeah. Nothing good can come of it, letting children run loose. Yeah. It's... Mm. In a pub, nonetheless. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... That's why I think... Get your opinion on this. I feel like we should rescind the child labor laws. Like, I feel like children would have a lot less energy if they were forced to go do hard labor. Get get them working early. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a kid's, like... Because you can tell if a kid's stupid, like, properly not academically minded by, yeah. like, the age of 10. You reckon? Yeah. You don't give them much chance past that? No. If they're 10 and they're not doing it, you're just like, fuck, it's, lost cause. Like, it's a small percentage of kids who have no academic, like, ability. And it's like, they're not dumb. They'll probably succeed at something. Something But else. school is not for them. Right. Right? You reckon 10 is about the age that they can... Yeah, yeah. You, you can look at your you and say 10 and be like, this kid is not going to do it from school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I agree. I think there are people in school that are just like... This is not doing anything for me. Yeah. It's just like, I'm not getting anything out of this. Yeah. And it's like, can I just go and do something else? Because exactly. this is boring as fuck. Yeah. And it's like, I guess it depends how early that you can kind of see that happening right. and then get them into something that's like more valuable to them, right? I reckon give them to primary school, you know, you if they are not there yet, just don't make them do high school. Yeah. It's like they're 12, 13, they can fucking go find something. Do something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or just change the way... Because, like, the mould, standard high school mould is not going to work for everybody, right? Exactly. There's people out there that just fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. like, they, they're the ones who leave in, like, during high school because they're just like, I'm not getting anything out of this. This yeah, exactly. is boring as yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, They shouldn't be It's there. like, there should be another thing for them to do, not just, like, leave and then go out to the world and be like, fuck, I don't know what to do. They should try and, I guess, think about that and make it... Although, if we did get 10-year-olds kind of working in the councils, we might end up with, you know... Some work being done. It's a great idea. Just to just tell them like, oh, we're going to send you to work for the council. There's plenty of yeah. council workers that do fuck all. Yeah. So. Oh, you're, you're 13 years old. Like uh, you finished primary school. Okay. Uh, but you don't want to go to do school anymore. Okay. We're going to go make you work at the council, council until you're 16. Yeah. And like that would, that would fucking probably be <laughs> council so Councils will just be transformed. I know. There would be like fucking roadworks being done properly. Like yeah. it would just be phenomenal yeah like you wouldn't have to wait so long to get branches lopped off yeah like over things would be looking good and things. things would look fantastic <laughs> and i feel like there are more stupid kids these days stupid is not the word i want to use but it's probably the most applicable word right. in this situation you know you mean like ones that get to 10 and like i don't want to do school or you yeah. mean just like how do you well mean? i mean that it's kids who get to 10 and don't want to do school. And then it's also the kids who get to 10 and other people realize, oh, this kid should not be in school. Right. They are not... This, this just kid, not their domain. Exactly. This kid will be digging ditches for the rest of their life. Get them started early. Yeah. You know? Train them up early. Exactly. Get them in the system. Pretty much. Don't pay them, of course. No, of course but don't pay no, them. No, 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 no. Don't no. pay them anything. All the money they make goes straight to their parents. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, this, is sounding, this is sounding good. I think um, I'll fast track the, the baby making process and get them in, get them to 10 early, get them in there. Yeah, if they're not fucking- Making some money. If they're not A-grade <laughs> students by the time they're 10 years Just old. Just get them into the council. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Start making some money off of them, yeah, right? Exactly. Like it's, yeah, well, I mean, economically, <laughs> we're heading to a time where we're going to have to put our children to work. Yeah. I feel like that's May as well start. Exactly. May a bit early. Yeah, get, you know. For sure. You'd be a fucking trailblazer. A yeah. Pioneer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These fucking ridiculous <laughs> child labor laws. Yeah. Yeah. Not ridiculous, mate. They make sense. What are yeah, you talking about? Get children into asbestos removal like, early on. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've just got Disaster. fucked. They, they just sound like, you know, they, they sound like a 50-year-old man by the time they're 16. <laughs> yeah, 
might have uh, removed some asbestos. Just like that asbestos is fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. That would be funny. Good. We could do that. Mm. But yeah, look, on the topic of, I guess, relationships and kids, you're clearly not. uh, How old are you? 24. 24. Oh, you're a way off then. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like late 20s is when you start like thinking about it. But whilst you're like mid, early to mid twenties, and even even into the later twenties, you just do mm. whatever you got to do, do whatever you enjoy. Fuck I, it. I agree, for sure. I feel like one thing I'm going to take up as a pastime because I've gotten back into reading again. Being a bit of a degenerate, people are surprised to find out I'm a bit of a history nerd. So, um, <laughs> um, but I feel like another pastime I want to take up, and then I like to work out. I like to rock climb occasionally, and I used to do archery and boxing. So, like I've had. I had things I've enjoyed. Quite a few it's hobbies, not, It's right? not just drugs. Yeah. That is my yeah. yeah, we should make that really clear. Yeah, yeah There's yeah, a lot yeah. of other things involved. Look, drugs are He's awesome. a big part of it, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But it's not the it's only not the thing. the only thing I'll yeah. do. I feel like what would be a really good side thing is to roast people on Tinder. Yeah. Thoughts? Yep, mm. definitely. Nice. Because like the... Especially if you're not interested in dating anybody. No. Then it's... it's Totally fine. Yeah. And then it's just like good screenshot material. Exactly. I'm getting less interested in dating people the older I get. Yeah. And also probably the more time you spend on Tinder or seeing Tinder profiles, the less I think that you're you're just like the world's fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is just, this is fucking ridiculous. Well, normally at this time, this late in the show, we do non-pedophile of the week segment. Um, but for, I announced this in the last episode, but we'll, we'll do it again. Just make sure. I'll say it over a couple of episodes. So everyone gets the message. We're going to discontinue that because I brought up a name on the non-pedophile segment of the week. Cause I'm into the conspiracy theory that most politicians at the high end and most famous Hollywood celebrities and musicians are pedophiles. Right. Or very least a sex offender. They uh-huh. rape someone. Maybe right. a grown woman, but... Still They've done some friends. dodgy shit. Exactly. Right. They've Jeffrey Epstein somewhere. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Harvey Weinstein, sorry. Harvey Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein. It's interchangeable. Um, yeah, <laughs> same, yeah, yeah. same, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but uh, I had that segment where I was saying, who's not a pedophile? Because right. we can't go accusing people because we'll get assassinated or mm-hmm. sued. Um, literally, I did that episode... I have a conspiracy theory friend who listens. He fucking called me up literally a couple of weeks after and said, you got to take that name down. And I was like, you serious? And the problem is he's been right about things in the past. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was saying in 2018 that uh, in 2020, um, there will be a virus released on the world. Right. Yeah. He was saying that shit then. Yeah. So, he, he's been right about things. So, do you consider him a conspiracy theorist or do you... Look, some of his conspiracy theories have come true. Some of his conspiracy theories are a right. little bit crazy. Okay. Because um, that's generally the... I find the issue, like, the issue with conspiracy theories, right? Is mm-hmm. like, some of... The, there's, a, there's a range and yeah. some of them are at the end of like... That's batshit crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then some of them are like, fuck, that could be plausible. Pretty much. You know what I mean? Well, the the way I look at it is, like, he, hanging out with him, you hang out with other conspiracy theorists, and he tells me other people's theories. Right. And he was saying, like, oh, this person is, you know, a a satanic child eater. Right. They eat children. The Clintons eat children. Yeah. They're vampiric. They're interdimensional vampiric demons who eat children and molest teenagers and things like that. Right. And I said to them, I said to him, I was like, listen, 
I don't believe this. Not because I don't think the Clintons aren't evil enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, morally, I think they are at that level. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, they got, if they thought they would get something from that, Look, they would if do it, it. If it came out, you'd be like, oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, I can see them doing yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I don't see what benefit there is into it. It just seems a little bit outlandish like, yeah, in terms yeah. of benefit. A little bit too, maybe too far. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Morally, they're there. Yeah, like, yeah. That, you, you, you are... Completely agree with you. They are the type of people to eat babies. Yeah, but um, not- practically, yeah, it just seems a little seems like a little far out exactly. of the. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it happens, though, I will be the first to admit that I'd, I'd be like, oh, shit, didn't see that coming. Yeah, but I'd be like, I could believe it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah wouldn't you'd be like, oh, gee, that's a little. That's a little left of field, but those guys, yeah, okay, yeah, All right, I could see. I that. mean, when when the thing came out about Charlie Sheen. And he, I don't, I don't think know if he got convicted or not. I think they settled, did some kind of settlement. There was a statute of limitations things, but it's a matter for the public record. He was accused by a teenage boy, or he was a teenager when he was molested, and right. so was, I think Charlie was like 17, 18, 19. Yeah. Um, but this kid was much younger than like 10, five to ten years younger. Than yeah. Him. Um, uh, and yeah, he got fucking molested, and. When that came out about Charlie Sheen, I was like, oh, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, I can like, see yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, one that I didn't see coming was, um, fuck, what's his name? Kevin Spacey? Um, really? I feel like, yeah. Well, I mean, at the time, I was like, fuck, that really? Because, like, I quite liked him as an actor. Mm. He was good in a lot of, like, movies and TV series. Like, um, House of Cards is freaking awesome. Yeah. But then, like, when that came out, now and then I'm like, ah, oh, really? Like one of the good actors now, like it's just jaded. He is his, a good actor. His kind of reputation, it's just like, fuck, really? Mm. You're like, now you're like, now they had to get rid of him out of House of Cards and replace him with someone else. And it's just like, ah, oh, it's not going to be the same, is yeah. it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And no. you just go, you just got to be like, fuck, mm. that kind of stuff. Like, if there's any actor that you, you know, that you like, enjoy or like, and then just imagine that. This news comes out that they touched a fourteen-year-old boy. You're like, "Fuck, really?" Yeah. <laughs> like now, I can't like that actor. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you can like their work. You can. You can. But every time I see him on screen now, I'm just like, Look, yeah, he touched a child." I, I know Fuck. that, and that's not good. But like, <laughs> you know, Pablo Picasso was like a notorious sexist and I think racist too. Right. He's still a great artist. Okay, Socrates, one of the founding fathers of philosophy and Western philosophy, thought women were fucking like second-class citizens. Right. He still said a lot of good shit. You can appreciate the body of work they do while not <laughs> yeah. agreeing with everything about them. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's probably true. You, you do need to separate yeah. who they are as a person. Exactly. And what, but like every time I just see him exactly. in a movie now, I'm like, fuck. Adolf Hitler... <laughs> Adolf Hitler Opened um uh, a like a care center for dogs. He loved dogs. Did some other <laughs> just, shit. I was kind of just didn't love other people. people uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that being like. Imagine being so hateful, or, or being that poor Jewish person, and like Hitler. I, I forget what he did. I think he opened like a center. He he was very much into like um animal welfare and uh, that's crazy and, and conservation and that's things like that. He, that, he was into that. Shit. Eh? But imagine that, which is like you you've been put in camps and cages and gas, and yep. you're like this can't like 
dogs were higher <laughs> on this bloke's food chain than me. Yeah, like, that's, <laughs> that's fucked, eh? I know. It just seems so... But, like, you would think someone like that is, like, cold-hearted, calculated, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. mental, fucked up. Yeah. But, like, then is, like... Dogs are just so great, aren't they? And it's, like, what the... It's a fucking bizarre thing to think, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You just wouldn't put... Like, I would have thought that Hitler has done no good. Mm. You know what I mean? Turns out that he's, you know, for dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, he, if you're he a dog, did, he loved he it. He did a thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. All right, fair enough. Yeah. And there was, like... The thing is, though, I feel like... Because um, I remember seeing this thing, like, Osama Bin Laden had video games and a bunch of funny YouTube clips on his laptop when they recovered it. He ha- Apparently, he had... Uh, the Charlie bit my finger video. <laughs> right. You know that video? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which brings to mind, like, there are probably horrible, horrendous people in throughout history you could really shoot the shit with and have a chat with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you get them started on one topic. Like, you, you like if you met Hitler and didn't know who he was, like today, if he came back, you met him and you didn't know who he was, you shaved the mustache off and, you know, you were chatting with him and you had a beer with him. You could probably talk to him for hours. You bring up Jewish people just once. And that would be the end. And of he it. was like, yeah, that would be like, <laughs> this got a bit awkward. Uh, <laughs> Real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like if you brought up, um, like, you know, if you went and fucking had, uh, you know, dinner with Stalin or something and you know you, you brought up like journalists or something <laughs> you know that kind of <laughs> shit you know yeah and yeah. then that's what they would go on exactly yeah but like up until that point it you probably would have been fine you probably could have <laughs> chatted with them for a really long time yeah 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 Yeah. I stand by that point yeah that would be an interesting uh, social experiment yeah if they if you could you know do a podcast with yeah. them but then oh. just try and really avoid those saying that stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. until at like, least the end of the episode yeah and then just know? be like what's your thoughts on jews and yeah. then just be like all right this is we've got five minutes yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just yeah. just say whatever yeah, you need yeah, to yeah, say yeah 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 just get it out of your system bro <laughs> get it out of your you've been system. penting it up the yeah, whole yeah, time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, and, you um, know it's kind of shameful i'm giving you a platform but fuck it you know <laughs> <laughs> but i I mean, I feel like having a conversation with Adolf Hitler would be interesting. It would be. Oh, I think there'd be a load of people that would want to talk to him from like a like an interest interest perspective, right? Yeah. Like, you know, everything he did was just entirely fucked up. Unless but you're also, a dog. Unless you're a dog, in yeah. which case he was like, vote one Hitler. Yeah, yeah. But like, it would be from an interest perspective to like actually talk and be like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, I don't know if he, if he, if there was ever like books written about him and shit. There, there's, there's probably loads. There's- but like, loads. I don't know if he wrote a book about his shit or if there was just books written about him. He never did a biography, but he wrote a book. He did write a book. Yeah, he wrote that book, Mein Kampf. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it as bad as it sounds or? Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt like you thought about it, but you probably didn't have to think about it. Look, uh, <laughs> I've read a bit of it. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's, it's it's uh it's 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 out there. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he. I imagine anything he wrote wrote would be fu- out there. He was fucking out there. So put it this way, he wrote with a lot of passion. Yeah. You know. Um. <laughs> you know he. He knew what he believed in, yeah, you know, yeah, and he was okay. pretty decisive when it came to yeah. it. You know? Yeah, But um, he had some interest. He had some actually interesting. Once you got away from like 
communism and Jews because not the, right. the the whole book wasn't occupied with them. There okay. were other things he talked about. Yeah. There are actually some interesting things he said. Okay. I'm not saying I agree with them. But they are interesting to look at and yeah. go, hmm, that's a fun that's a that's an interesting point of view. Yeah. And it, when he was talking about like the treatment of fucking like World War Two or World War One veterans after World War One. Right. And shit like that. And he was talking about how like um like uh the like young men who are left inactive and don't do anything will mm. fucking resort to trouble. Yeah. You know, so you know, Hitler, some people say you were left to your own devices and you caused some trouble. Look what you oh, did. Yeah. 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 Mm. So it those parts are interesting, but yeah, the the book is pretty pretty outlandishly out. Right. Yeah. Is that you you mentioned that you enjoy reading is that the sort of like thing that you would read like about history and shit like that? I've read, sort of, yeah, yeah, like I've read reading by written material from an actual historical person. Yeah, um, is really interesting. Like reading meditations by Marcus Aurelius is really interesting. Marcus Aurelius, the Roman emperor, and then Julius Caesar wrote a lot too. Right, and you can read, you can still read all of his shit now. Wow. Okay. So reading things from people who were there at the time, and again, like. Julius Caesar was known for like bigging himself up, like he was a master of propaganda yeah. at the time. So he probably propped himself up and said some shit about himself that was maybe not true. <laughs> right. But um, it, it it it's still interesting to read. Yeah. You know, and we know what Caesar did do. You know, so a lot of what he says is parallel with the truth, if not the truth itself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so it is interesting. Yeah, it's not all about drugs, Brandon. No, I know, I know. We're we're finding out like different a different side to you. It's not. Yeah. It isn't all about drugs. What do you like to read, Brandon? I I find like I'm just I pick up a book and read like the first few chapters and then I'll put it down and I'll just never fucking pick it up again. I'm nice. like a I'm just horrible at. <laughs> I, I respect at that doing that. I, mean, like, I, I can't a- fucking commit. To a book, and and even when I try, like I get, I'll get halfway through a book, and then I just can't. I just, I'll put it down for a week, and that's it. I'll never, I'll never fucking pick it up again. I respect that, um, because I've only just started getting back in. I've fell off the reading bandwagon for ages. Yeah, but I'm doing. I'm getting back into reading as a desperate attempt to watch less porn and jerk off less. Yeah, that sounds, um, that sounds um, healthy. Yeah, way yeah. more wholesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought so too. Yeah, but uh, we we will pursue that. See how far it gets me. Yeah. Um, God damn it! Someone said to me recently when I told him I was doing that, and he was like, "Why don't you just get a girlfriend?" And I was like, "That thought is fucking way more disgusting." (laughs) I'd rather read a fucking book. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like females are fucking females are so like. I'm friends with a lot of females and being friendly with them is not the issue. Yeah. But like having an intimate, serious conversation with a female is just so fucking jaded for me. Yeah. Okay. Because I can't take anything seriously. I'm incapable of it. Yeah. I think, yeah, but that's part of being a comedian as well is Mm. like, you can be in a serious situation and see the funny, and you'll have a funny thought, mm. and then you'll be like, "Ah, oh, socially, I, I have to filter this, this out." Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, you're like, this is just 
not yeah. gonna no one's gonna find this funny except for me yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fucking hilarious yeah but it's like oh i gotta i gotta filter that out pretty much that's part of like that's part of the brain that like makes you a comedian because it's funny and then you can present that in a bit exactly in a different you know in a different yeah. light and at a comedy show and it's fine so, so when a female says she loves you and you're and all you want to say is nice you know, that's yeah. like, you're like, ooh, yeah, yeah, shouldn't yeah, say yeah. that, but yeah. that would be fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. You know right? what I mean? Like yeah. it's that, and that's exactly <laughs> that's the part of like the you know the, your brain that makes you a comedian because you're getting these thoughts that are like, ooh, I should. It's hard not to say it too because it's like it's it's, it's fucking funny. Mm. It's no, like, it is. It it's you know it's hard not to be funny when you're instinctively like that yeah yeah you get those thoughts and there's sometimes where it's like you're you're treading the line where you're like you're in a group setting it's like some people could find this funny mm. if i say it so and sometimes i've done that where i've just like let it fly and just oh. been like hello and then yeah. some people will laugh yes and it's good if the other person is like the person that you're going to essentially throw under the bus in this situation for a laugh yes it's good if they're on board because they'll be like hey man like <laughs> that was mm. good but that you know they'll let you know where yeah. the line is yeah exactly that's you know that's it's good to do that because Again, it's, yeah people will you know laugh at you as well as that though I agree with you to an extent when people say don't cross that line but as well as that if you have a line that you don't want crossed yeah be careful how much you shit talk as well because oh to, for to, sure to, to me you can shit talk about anything yeah. It doesn't bother me. Yep. But when you start talking about certain things, it's going to give me license to start talking yep. about yep. things. Yeah. No, well. I'm a big believer in like if you can deal it out, you You've can take it. Got to take it. Yeah. Exactly. If you yeah. if you don't want it coming back at you, don't fucking lay it out. Exactly. Because yeah, yeah and there's some people, man. There's some people that just can't yeah. fucking take it, but they can deal it. And yeah. it's just like that's so petty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're fucking pathetic, it, pathetic people. It's yeah. I, it's not. You know, it's not a fair playing field then. No. It's like, oh, you can't say that about me. And it's like, well, come on, man. Oh, I did. You say yeah, plenty yeah, of things yeah. about other people. So, you know, man up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, and it, yeah, I mean, those people, it sucks that they're the way that they are. No, no. And it's almost like when you experience that, you're like, I'm probably just going to shit on you a little bit more now. Yeah, for exactly. that. You know what I mean? Like, it's very small dick energy. Of them <laughs> it is, like, it is, you know? yeah. And I don't like to abuse people for having small penises or like making small dick generalizations. Um, you know, having one myself, obviously, <laughs> but like, there is some shit that people do, which is just like, man, that is so pathetic. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, wh- why would you fucking do that? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So when when that shit does happen, it fucking jades me knowing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I can definitely. Yeah, I can definitely respect that. Mm. Yeah, for sure, because it's just like there's nothing worse, especially when you like. The person's, you know, like shit on you a few times. It's been like, oh, okay, that was a pretty good burn. Mm. And then you get them with a good one yeah. and they just fold like a chair. They're just like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. come on, man. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I don't. It's like, yeah. oh, man, I just zinged you. What the fuck? Fair enough if you're upset. Fair enough if you're upset. Fair enough if you haven't got a comeback for it. Okay. Right. I'm not going to be upset with you for being like, if you're like generally thinking, oh, mm-hmm. if you're shocked into silence, that's okay. Yeah. But if you say to me, oh, you can't fucking say... That's cross like crossing a line. It's like, that is fucking pathetic, yeah, you know? Yeah. Because you know, people say shit to me. Most things go over my head, but people say shit to me that, you know, strikes a nerve sometime. But then I just have to think, oh, fuck, man, I, I, I talk shit all the time. I'm not going to fucking go after someone because of what they said. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like, yeah, it struck a nerve. You know, it probably made me fucking feel 
a bit hurt about it, but I'm not going to fucking make it their problem. Yeah. It's like, they probably didn't mean anything by it anyway. Yeah. And most of the time when people say shit, it's like, you don't have to fucking live with them or deal with them, you know? Yeah. If your spouse is talking shit to you, you might have something fucking else to deal with. But, you know, when you're not seeing them every day, who fucking cares? Yeah. 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 FIFO is good for that because... There's so much shit talk that goes on in FIFO. I can only imagine yeah. that industry being <laughs> making your skin very thick. It 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 does. It's great. I loved working in that industry. Yeah. For me, it was fun, but um, comes with other issues. But one of the great things about it is like, yeah, it it, it builds up amazingly thick skin. Yeah. And when people can fucking talk all kinds of shit about you and you can just shrug it off and give it back to them, it's like Yeah. Builds you up a it little bit. It fucking does, man. Yeah. Like yeah. that and being the youngest of six siblings. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking <laughs> shit flows downhill. Yeah. Um yeah. so like and I I was pretty much in every job I've ever worked in before I got out of FIFO. Um, I was the youngest person there. Yeah. I was very rarely an older person. Yeah, okay. So, again, shit flows downhill. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, that which is also kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, man, I fucking... I've enjoyed having you on this podcast. Yeah, man, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah? For sure. I had a good time. I'm glad you've enjoyed it. It's a fun way of, you know, coming on and talking about shit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just uh, letting it fly and exactly. ripping on your roommate and... I don't know, that's the that's <laughs> bit I enjoy the most. Um... <laughs> That I'm gonna get. I'm gonna listen back to that, and I'm gonna get a little big laugh out of that. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna quickly plug um, audience. This is strictly. I mean, the fucking whole thing's been for you. What am I saying? The whole fucking thing has been for your entertainment. Um, I don't do this for fucking love. Um, but yeah, the show. You can find us on Spotify at Profeshi Anal Degen A Rates. Professional degenerates spelt wrong. Take out the O in professional, replace it with an O. Take take out the E, the second E in degenerates, replace it with an A. What started as a mistake turned out to be a funny joke, and we're keeping it. Um, we might change it back, but mm, we'll see there how we go. go. Yeah, nice. Um, you've got to get something out of it, and you know, while I'm not getting money out of this to start with, I'm gonna get a joke out of it for myself yeah. yeah if the audience doesn't find it funny fuck <laughs> um so yeah professional degenerates on spotify if you want to be involved in the conversation um with the podcast any questions you would like to um to be asked on the podcast feel free to uh, comment on the socials alex flay flay spelled f-l-e-a-y everyone fucking asks it's a french name i don't get to decide it um so yeah, Alex Fly on the socials, Professional Degenerates on Spotify and Patreon. Um, if you donate to the Patreon, you can be involved in more questions You and I'll answer back to you and we will interact. And also, if it's something people are interested in, we're also going to talk about um, making a Discord server for it later down the line if people for Patreon donators. So if that's something any of you are interested in, comment on the socials and we will fucking eventually make it happen but in my own time nice brandon do you want to plug anything mate any good cause any business your own business no i'm um at brandon w comedy on instagram um and yeah you'll catch me around comedy clubs around perth so yeah 
He's very funny. I've seen him on stage. I like him. And anyone who's listening to me, any of my repeat listeners, if I say someone's funny, they're funny, okay? (laughs) So eat a dick if you don't think he's funny. (laughs) All right, guys, that is us signing off professional degenerates. 